evening and welcome to yet another week of this Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me on Instagram and my personal page is at Kay the Rebel and the podcast page is TCBL Podcast. For any questions, inquiries, comments, whatever, you can email me at Email me at this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. My apologies in advance. I mean, it's no secret that I record in my home. If there's like this squeaking noise, like I have some mm, obese neighbors that live upstairs and they just kind of like walk around. Sometimes I wonder if they're doing laps. I'm not sure. And I'm not by any means fat shaming people. However, they're fucking annoying. Let's just put it out there. On a more positive note, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of the feedback about episode 89, um, energy, vibes, and self-care. Was it vibes, energy, self-care? Whatever way. Um, But the episode was featuring Miss Natasha, and I couldn't have asked for a more perfect guest. Like, she's an amazing individual both on and off air, Um, and she will definitely be featured on future episodes. Um, after I release this episode, I'm definitely going to go on a small hiatus. So you probably won't see any episodes for two weeks, but this time I'm being professional. I'm not just going missing without warning, you know, but I'm working on something very amazing that is going to need my absolute 100% undivided attention. Next also for changes within the podcast, in case anybody noticed, I did um, delete some earlier episodes that were recorded probably within the first or second years of the podcast. And the reason why I decided to go and delete those episodes, and it was just because I just didn't think the content was in alignment with um, what I want the podcast, I guess, to represent. You know, um, some of those episodes were just, I don't, I don't know really what they were looking back, but I did delete them, some of them, um, the ones that I felt that were of substance or were in alignment with who I am today as a solo podcaster. Yes, I did keep those. So if you were trying to go back for reference, I don't know how faithful of, of listeners I have, but yeah, that's what ended up happening. I do have the episodes like on private, so if maybe you remembered something and maybe you wanted me to bring it back, I can always email you a personal link um, of the episode, but I doubt it anyone's going to go through all that trouble, especially not for little old me. Um, of course, this is a purge, and if you are new here, you know that when it is the purge, it is basically a vent session, like Whatever I want to talk about, whether it is in Hollywood with the celebrities, um, just general things. Um, yeah, that that's 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 what I do up here on the purge. Um, I guess I'll do like the celebrity news type stuff first and get that out the way. Um, I can't help myself. I I gotta talk about the um, Tory Lane slash Megan The Stallion shooting, uh, alleged shooting. Yes, thing. And, you know, today, Tory Lanez, or yesterday, sorry, yesterday, I think, or the day before, shit, don't get me the line. Tory Lanez finally decided to speak or break his silence. I mean, we all know that he did release the album Daystar, where he definitely addresses a lot of things. However, he's never, like, 
gone live or done an interview with anybody. So yeah, he went live on his Instagram. And um, when he did speak this week, you know, there was many viewers and commentators who felt, you know, that it was asinine that he still considers Megan a friend. And I just feel like if you haven't listened to the album, you probably should be quiet and sit this one out. And um, I feel that the reason why he still considers her a friend, because, you know, so many people are like, oh, somebody's lying on your name. They're trying to assassinate your character or ruin your career and you still want to call them a friend. And I think he still considers her a friend because he feels that this is not, if you have listened to the album and certain tracks on the album, he feels like this wasn't her idea, you know, to run with this angle or run with this narrative and that she has a label behind her as well as some other powerful people who have, you know, I guess, put her up to this. And um, I'm just a person that I need to have and know both sides of the story. And yes, we all wanted to definitely play the Protect Black Women card and Automatically, Megan is a victim and Tori is a villain, but I, I'm just, I'm not doing that. Um, I just won't. And um, again, I, I could see why he's saying the things that, that he's saying. I also have my own personal thoughts, opinions about the album and the things that he did express through his lyrics. And I'm sorry, that is not gaslighting. I don't think he was making things up. I don't think he was bad-mouthing her either. I think it was just a lot of mixed emotions. Like maybe, obviously, it took him two months to record this 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 uh, album. So within that, he could have days where he woke up in the morning and probably felt like, okay, this fucking bitch is really trying to ruin my career. Everybody thinks I'm the bad guy. I'm fucking pissed off. Then the next day, he could really think about her and the connection that they had and how much he cared about her and that he just can't believe that this is happening like in front of his eyes. He could just be in disbelief or, or denial or, or whatever. And just his sense of, 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 of calmness overall throughout all this, even when I saw clips of like him um, at his virtual hearing or whatever, you know, he, um, he, he's going through a lot just as much as, as she is. And I just would like to just wait until, you know, this, this kind of, um, you know, plays itself out in court and, you know, and I just hope that justice does prevail and the truth, the actual truth actually does come out. Moving on next, um, to Cardi B and Offset. First and foremost, Cardi B is so freaking sensitive. I just, I don't know if it's because it's the pandemic slash quarantine, how she has so much time on her hands to really read these comments, to really listen to podcasts, interviews, or whatever she does, just digging, digging, and digging for people who want to formulate an opinion about her. It's like you are a celebrity. And when you go on these rants and you tell people to shut the fuck up, you tell people to mind their business, I'm just starting to question her psych. Like, does she need to take some type of meds? Is she in the middle of an identity crisis? You're a whole fucking celebrity. Like, seriously, sweetie. You just got to take the good with the bad. And unfortunately, there's going to be kind of more bad with the good. Um, You know, that that's that's your world. And you've been doing this for a couple of years now. So it's kind of like get used to it and just be quiet respectfully. But um, we all know that she had filed for divorce. And, you know, her B-Day was, what, about a week ago. 
And it just seems like Offset has been in her presence a little bit more frequently. And, you know, many people are speculating about it. Like, did she take him back or not? You know, is the divorce real? I've been calling it a fake divorce. I'm just, I'm just put it out there because, you know, you know how I do. I've been knew that it was a fake divorce. Like, girl, where the fuck is you going? What, you going around the corner and you coming right back? See ya. I, I just didn't. Uh, my spirit spoke to me and said that this was not a thing. Um, you know, so I know that she had her little rant and talking about sometimes she just wants the D and how, you know, she'd be confused or whatever. And yeah, that was very transparent. It was a raw answer. It was an answer that a lot of people agree with. But hey, that's her truth. She's living in it. So whatever. The perspective that I want to offer or what has annoyed me about the situation is how many people are just going out their way to call Offset a narcissist, call him manipulative, um, saying that um, what Cardi B is ex experiencing with him throughout her marriage is, you know, emotional abuse. <sighs> really? Really? Like, when did y'all become psychologists or licensed therapists? I, I need to know when, please. I'm just so confused. Sometimes I just think, and then everything's about how something is so toxic. And some of y'all, everything with y'all is just so fucking trendy. Y'all responses to, to shit. Shut the fuck up, okay? I mean, why can't we just view this shit as black and white? All this gray areas that y'all want to visit, just stop it, okay? Number one, we know that Offset is a hood dude that knows nothing about marriage. However, he was courageous enough to take that step and give it a try, okay? He's not even 30 years old, neither is Cardi. I mean, he grew up without a father, and I know this to be true, because you know I'm a big Migos fan anyways. You know, his father was in prison for most of his life. He was released, I think, like two years ago or some shit or whatever. But, I mean, he, he, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And some days I don't think she knows either. They're just really wholeheartedly trying to figure the shit out, you know? Um, and we all can say, you know, from the outside looking in, oh, that's not real love because if he cheats on you or he does this or whatever, and this is toxic. But at the same time, who are we to define what love means to them? You know, like the bottom line is all I'm going to say is this. They can keep trying as many times as they want to with hopes that maybe they will get it right. And it just stinks because there are so many Cardi B slash offset kind of relationships happening right in your fucking neighborhoods, happening within your group chats, for Christ's sake. So stop it. Acting like this is just a, oh, oh such a tragedy about what, about her marriage being played out in front of all of us. Just, just shut the fuck up, respectfully. Um... Another married couple that I want to touch basis on is uh, Kadeen and Deval Ellis. Um, we all know that they, you know, kind of got things started off YouTube being like a YouTubing type family. You know, now he has a role on um, Sisters where he plays Karen's boyfriend. And Sisters is a show that comes on BT if you're not familiar. Um, anyways, but they also have a podcast which is kind of about marriage and all things you know and it's called dead ass i guess with kadeen and deval so there was a clip of a most recent episode of theirs you know and in that episode um deval's delivery no 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 I'm saying it wrong in that clip that was circulating around social media deval's 
delivery was extremely poor. And of course, you know, social media is always quick to have a whole fucking drag fest without a fact check. Okay. And it pisses me off every time people do that. So yeah, I saw it. I even saw, oh boy, what the hell is the, the life coach, relationship coach guy, um, Derek Jackson. I saw him comment. And so then I was like, I'm not listening to any more people's commentary about it, reading any more comments. I'm just going to go right to Apple Podcasts and listen to the whole episode. That way, I don't sound ignorant. You know, if you're giving an, giving an opinion without even knowing everything or listening, you just sound stupid. And then you're loud and wrong. And who wants to be loud and wrong? I mean, you know, not me, anyhow. So yeah, I listened to it and... Yes, his delivery was poor in that like six or seven minutes um, of that podcast episode. But um, I could see where he was coming from because me, I'm all about perspective, trying to see things outside of a perspective other than my own, you know. So, you know, him just saying that sometimes, you know, monogamy is something that us women strive so hard for, but at the same time, when sexual needs come into play and they're not being met some of us you know are like really non-negotiable like if someone goes to cheat because maybe they're not getting enough sex or whatever this is again how i perceived his perspective it's not to be factual you know like you guys want monogamy but then you don't want to do all these things you know maybe if he wants to you know um, get it on five times a week and maybe you're not willing to do that and I think that's what Kadeen was basically trying to say like things how yeah they used to have sex like multiple times a day when they first got with each other and you know um, <laughs> things have changed three kids later her age you know and sometimes she just doesn't feel like it. it's nothing against him or whatever and, um, you know, I I understood where she was coming from because me and her, I believe, are close in age. I think she might be 36 or is she 35, same age as me. Well, I'm about to be 35, but anyway, I can definitely, like, relate to her. Like, sometimes you just be motherfucking tired. And I think as you start getting older, um, this is my take on things. Like, sex sometimes is more of like a, a mental thing. You know, um, a metaphor that someone once used about women and, and their sex life in their 30s is that they're not like these 20 year olds, you know. Sometimes you have to treat us like an iron. You need to plug that shit in, which would probably metaphorically be um, referring to uh, foreplay. Let it heat up a little bit and then we can get this thing on the board and then iron this shit out, you know, and get it done the proper way where both parties will be pleased or whatever and I, I definitely can feel that I can relate to that absolutely um, the way I dealt with or approached sex like in my 20s or even I would say in my dating life yeah I don't have that same approach now I'm not as moved like I'm I'm never pressed to to have an orgasm i'm just i'm just not may make me sound weird or boring 
or whatever, but it's, it's, some days it's not that serious to me. I'm not, and I, I just won't be interested. It has nothing to do with the person. That's just, that's just me. Um, yeah, but I totally understood where both parties were coming from. But again, DeVal's, I think his, um, his delivery is very poor sometimes. And I do think that he means well. I just think he can just be a little bit too arrogant and a little bit too cocky sometimes. And um, he's definitely selfish. He's going to be selfish by default anyways because he's an Aries man. Um, and that's just on period. Um, but yeah, um, there's a lot of people who definitely are dragging that man. And I think you really need to go and listen to the podcast episode. But they just talk about a lot of real things in general when it comes to relationships. And I think that their their podcast definitely has some gems or just make you look at yourself in your situation you may be in, whether you're married, long-term committed relationship, or even single. You know, I think they definitely have something that they can give people. And at the end of the day, sometimes, like, if your content is, is, is sparking controversy, that means you made it, period, you know? Um, and the last, I guess, um, two topics I'm going to talk about. Um, I don't really be talking about, like, music that dropped too much, but I did see, you know, that I guess T.I., you know, has dropped an album. And, and my question is, who the fuck asked for this? Who voted for this? Who sat at the table, you know, at a record label and thought that we, the people here in the United States of America needed an album from him? I'm done with him. Like, he's just, why haven't we canceled him yet? I'm so confused as to why we have not canceled him yet. He's just, he doesn't do it for me. He ain't on the cancellation level as Kanye, but he ain't too far behind. Seriously. Um, I, I, I just can't do it. But anyways, you know, this wanting, I guess, to out Drake or something about him being urinated on or whatever. Why? You're mad old. And then that raggedy ass fucking beard you have right now that doesn't even connect. Like, why are you talking? And why? And, and I just feel like, Drake in the in the industry is like that that rap artist that was in school that everybody just likes to pick on. Everybody's got to take a turn of who's going to be the bully. And just coming from T.I., like, sit your old ass down. You have a whole fucking football team and a legacy and a, a interesting-looking wife that you need to be focused on right now. Like, you need to be quiet. Like, what, what do you get out of trying to expose him or bring that up? I, I just don't get it. Drake is really unproblematic and be minding his business. I just, I don't get why your old ass is talking. Sit down, please. Expeditiously. Have several fucking seats. Um, you notice after that whole like entanglement shit, Jada Pinkett was slowing down with her Red Table Talk episodes. But oh yeah, she's back, fully locked and loaded, yes. Had the lovely Amber Rose, I guess, on the Red Table Talk. And again, I just saw a clip. I haven't watched the whole thing, so I'm going to just only touch on this briefly. But I know that um, Amber Rose was talking about an experience that she had with an ex who, like, forced her into having sex around the time that she was trying to leave and how he just kind of, you know, it was definitely um, basically un un unwanted. She didn't want it. 
and she felt forced and then how they just did the do to her it totally disregarded the fact that she did not want to engage in a sexual act at that time and then went downstairs and just started making breakfast i think she said breakfast yeah like it didn't happen and um you know um there is a big misconception that it's not rape or or sexual assault when you're in like a relationship you know and anybody who who really believes that you're a goddamn fool and um you know it it can still happen to you even if you are in a relationship to some with someone but you know a lot of people were underneath the comments kind of guessing who the ex was and i'm sorry but my spirit was screaming kanye i'm not trying to speak ill of somebody and some people be like that's really fucking offensive to want to accuse him of an act like that but i'm sorry if i had to to if we just had to play a guessing game about exes that we knew that she dated publicly i'm sorry i'm going with him i am i you know at the end of the day i'm really sorry that she had to go through that and it's just crazy because you know, there were a lot of comments that I saw on Instagram where there were so many women stating that that happened to them. And it was like one of those like me too moments. And there were also people in the comments that were disgusting and um, probably should drink bleach with every meal, you know, alluding to the fact, you know, about her track record and how many people she slept with. And it's like, I don't give a damn how many people somebody slept with, whether you consider them a whole or whatever it is. No one deserves that, no matter no matter what the case is. It, it, it doesn't. And I can only imagine that probably was very uncomfortable and she felt dirty or nasty or filthy afterwards. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lot. And obviously it's, it was a traumatic experience that she has held in and I don't know what spoke to her soul to make her want to go public with that. But sometimes, you know, I believe that the universe has moments like that where she comes forward to send a message to somebody else that maybe need to come forward or whatever. Um, then that leads me to um, something that I talked about briefly with one of my friends. And I think it's something that black women kind of all have in common. And that is our ability to mask whatever we're going through. I think how we started off with that conversation was talking about relationships. And we were just saying how, you know, during quarantine, let's just say Cardi B and Offset, for example, you know, once quarantine and the pandemic first started, you know, they seemed happy spending a lot of time in the house together, you know, being around their daughter culture. And then, you know, for her about a month or, or some change, you know, uh, prior to obviously today's episode, for her to just up and file for divorce and people are like, oh, what happened? Oh, that's why somebody's pretending or somebody's not. No, 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 no. They're not pretending and not putting on a facade. She just has to mask whatever it is that she's going through. And she doesn't owe any of a shit or anything to put on display every time she has a moment of vulnerability, every time she's feeling anxiety or depression. 
or unhappiness. Um, she doesn't even have to share with us when she is happy. You know, it's just kind of like, um, yeah. So we talked about that with relationships. Um, we just talked about that with trauma, whether it's adult or childhood, things that we just have to mask. Um, because it just seems like as women, when we do kind of speak up about something, it's always like people just lack empathy. Um, there's judgment. Um, yeah, or you just you just kind of get somebody just kind of pick, picks you to pieces, you know, um, to say. Um, I just think, yeah, with us masking a lot of things, I think that, you know, we're always as black women being forced to put our best foot forward. Like, even if we are carrying scars or they could be physical, but mostly emotional and mental, we just always have to like cover that up, you know, um, and, and just mask it. And those moments, I guess what we are trying to be real or trying to be raw, it comes with scrutiny, um, ridicule, um, hatred, you know, the double standards, you know, the prejudice, the, 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 the bias, the stereotypes, you know, it's, it's a lot, but it's just something that, that we do. I think we've been doing it for generations. Now, somebody listening to this podcast might say, oh, why is she saying only black woman, you know, um, white woman. Can I just put this here? I am not white. My mother is not white. People that I connect with on a daily basis are not white. I don't know their truths. So that's why I'm speaking from this perspective about black women and what we mask. Are there white women that could be masking things? Yeah, they could be. But again, I don't know them. I'm just talking about what I see and what my reality is. Okay, that's that. Um, but yeah, we're just, we... We're really good at that. And sometimes it's, 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 it could be like a gift and a curse, you know. And I, I even mask things. I mean, there's been some times that, you know, I've, I've recorded episodes and was, and was going through some really, really tough times. I had to kind of, as I just said, put my best foot forward, you know. Um, there's times maybe it has shown through like my post on Instagram. You know, and then you'll have a few spectators that'll try to dissect your life or pinpoint what's going on. Maybe she posted too much. She posted a little, oh, I wonder if this is about me. And you know the whole nine. But at the end of the motherfucking day, I'm human. You know, it is what it is. Um, There's something else that I want to talk about, too, on, on while, while I'm purging. And that would be um karma. And the way in which I want to speak about that would be like, what is up with some of you people who think that you're just going to dodge karma or that you're exempt from karma? I am confused, confused. And then when I say that, it's because um, you'll be sitting back and you'll be looking at somebody. And let's just say that they have like some fucked up shit going on with them or something happens to them. And then, you know, they're going through their whole little victimization period. And sometimes, you know me, because I'm a realist, I just be looking at them like, Motherfucker, did you not think the tables wasn't going to turn? You was doing fucked up shit to somebody, which I witnessed, and I didn't think it was cool. 
And did you think he was just going to be pardoned and that, that shit doesn't, doesn't come back around again? I, deaf, dumb, or dizzy? Which one are you, please? Like, come on. Like, it's, it's, it's going to come. And then when it does come, why are you acting so surprised? Why are you acting like, oh, this can't be you or this can't be life? Get out of here. Like, nobody is exempt from that shit, even from myself. But I don't think that karma's had to pay me a visit in a very long time. And that's because I try my very hardest to live righteously. Um, you know, be truthful. Be a person of integrity. Um, you know. Because I, I don't, I don't want to deal with karma. I'd rather not. Um, another thing that has, uh, hasn't been sitting right with me, um, lately was, um, I haven't ugly shamed in a while, you know, cause, um, I'm trying not to do it as much, you know, as, as part of my, uh, personal growth, but the uglies lately, I don't know what's been in the water or the mercury retrograde or however they call it, whatever's going on in the universe, but I'm just confused at how some of y'all ugly people just be having these fucked up attitudes and be giving attitudes to people frowning up your face, your just whole energy, posture, everything is just all negative all around. And the whole time, I'm just not even moved or affected by your behavior. I'm just more fixated on the fact that you're ugly. If you're going to be mad at anybody, you need to be mad at yourself, please. Like if I just have to deal with another ugly, like with the, with the attitude. And it's mostly kind of been happening like with customer service. And then I also had an encounter like with somebody that I guess, well, I, mean, I guess. I even had an encounter like that, like what it, I'm just putting it out there. I had an encounter like that, like what a family member and I was annoyed. And I just was like, right now is just not the time for you to be having an attitude because you're not even cute right now. Like I'm, I'm so confused as to what is happening. What is going on? Like. You, you really, like, your your attitude is stinking up the whole fucking environment that we're in right now. Like, and you look a mess while you're doing this. And sometimes ugly isn't just about, like, physical features. Sometimes it, it could just be, like, maybe your outfit. Maybe you just never have your hair done. I don't know. But, you know, it's just just when it's happening, it's like, I'm sorry. The, the one thing I'm not going to be doing is I'm, I'm not going to be having a fucked up disposition and being ugly. Like, you, you need to be looking good if you're going to be having an attitude. That's all I'm going to say. That's just my personal opinion. That that's I'm not saying this to be facts. That's just how I feel. And I wanted to get that off my chest. And I think that concludes everything um, for this uh, episode of The Purge. And like I said, I'll be back in another two, two, two or three weeks. Um, and thank you so much, as always, for listening. Um, everybody be safe, be positive, and stay blessed.